Welcome to Wellness Rebranded. We know there's so much conflicting health and fitness advice out there, and you're tired of the senseless and toxic diet culture noise. You're ready to tune into your body, feel empowered around food, and focus on your true health and well-being. Welcome to the Wellness Rebranded podcast. We're the healing trio of your health and wellness anti-diet dreams. I'm Tara, personal trainer. I'm Elizabeth, registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. And I'm Maura, licensed clinical social worker. Together, we're pushing back on diet culture, hustle culture, and toxic positivity to help you practice genuine health-promoting self-care. So grab your water bottle, forget the rules, and let's start rebranding your wellness journey. All right, guys. So today we are going to talk about stress. Since the holidays are upon us, I thought this would be a really good time to kind of jump in with a little stress 101, talk about what stress is, why we need it, why we shouldn't have too much of it, and then how we can properly manage stress, especially during like the busy holiday season. So I know I can list like 25 million ways that I'm stressed out pretty much at any given moment. But do you guys have any major stressors in your life? Mm-hmm. Teenagers? <laughs> work. Of course. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's interesting. Like for me, the stress that I'm having right now, it's all like stress around things that I have chosen to take on because I care about it and I Uh, want to do it. Yes. I feel like I'm the same way. Like something that's like really stressful is like something I don't have to be doing. And I'm like, (laughs) why did I choose this? Yeah. You know, of course, in my life, it's toddlers, which I hear exactly like teenagers, but cuter. (laughs) Minus the cute. (laughs) Yeah, plus the cute. (laughs) Toddlers, work, relationships. You guys both run your own businesses. So that's like got to be a little stressful sometimes. I don't exactly run my own, but managing other people is a little stressful. And I'm sure everybody listening would agree with all of this. I'm sure everybody has a very similar stressors. One thing I think that we don't think about a lot when we talk about stress is food and exercise. But of course, that's something that the three of us deal with on a daily basis. Are there people who don't uh, deal with food every day? Not that I know of. Well, some people don't find it stressful. Oh, Those are the very important yes. people who have a good relationship with food, right? But right. a lot of other people, eating can be really stressful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think eating is super stressful. How many calories are So many people. How many calories? What kind of exercise do I need to do to burn this off? Uh Because I have to earn my food, right? Which, of course, ice cream in my house. Right. You, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. There's so many rules surrounding, like, if I buy that exercise. I'm not going to be able to eat it in a way that feels good. Right. Those are some really, really common thoughts that cause stress with food but not helpful. So Elizabeth is going to dive into more detail on that in another episode, I'm sure, because this is like her jam. This is what she does. But really, in terms of what we're talking about today, all stress, regardless of what it's from, is kind of interpreted in the body the same way. So we've got stress, which we've just talked about, and we've got eustress, which is E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. It's good stress. Right. So eustress might be something that is typically thought of as a happy thing. So like getting married or going on like a massive vacation, both kind of stressful, right? Like aside from the whole binding yourself to another total whole person (laughs) for eternity or however long, you know, just the planning of the event themselves is like kind of stressful. But it's good stress. It's happy stress, right? Like having a baby. Yay. But also, oh my gosh, your whole life changes and it's a little stressful. Your body doesn't really care. Your body interprets the good things and the bad things kind of the same way. It's neutral. It's like neutral. 
So something that I think is really interesting about the body, our body is so fascinating if you really dive into it. So think about acute stress. So let's say you're like hiking in the woods and like a bear pops out in front of you. That's happened to me. Shut up. Yeah, several times. <laughs> this is like the biggest part. fear. This is my worst nightmare. Oh, Everybody knows how I am about wildlife. I did not choose that on purpose, <laughs> by the way. I will some videos later. <laughs> I have a funny story about that, but so, that's for another day. What did you do? Well, I had already researched what to do if you see bears because I was anticipating the possibility. Luckily— I love how type A you are. <laughs> I do that every time I go out into the wilderness, by the way. Is it black bear? Is it brown bear? Is it grizzly bear? Oh my yeah. God. What do I need to know? Look, I just try to not go in places where grizzly bears could happen to me. Yeah. So. yeah. Luckily, these were black bears. They tend to not be too afraid of people. So I knew that just talking— That's would... not lucky in my <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I'm totally derailing us right now. But it's funny because there was this one bear that I came across. And I think he was just so used to people at this point that he did not care. And I'm like, first of all, I'm by myself. And you're supposed to just talk to, like, scare him off. But I'm by myself. So I'm just talking to the bear. And I'm like, come on, bear. Like, I'm trying to go this way. And he's just, like, taking his time. Like, oh my God, moving I across the die. path. <laughs> yeah. I want to turn around and, like, hightail that back where I came from. Right there. I'm going to show you guys videos of that later. Okay. So that would clearly be very acute stress in my world. Yes. So this is a it was super stress for me. I loved it. <laughs> oh my god, crazy! So our body responds to stress in one of three ways, like that, right? We're gonna fight it. We're gonna flight, which is probably what I would have done, or we're gonna freeze, which is probably what Elizabeth would have done. So fight, flight, or freeze. Usually, like in today's society, that is kind of too strong of a reaction, right? Not very often do we have to like fight off bears. More than likely, we just have to move our foot from the gas to the brake in the car, you know, or something like that. But on the off chance that you are in a situation like that, it is good to know that our body kind of takes care of us. And it takes care of us in a really interesting way. So our liver stores glycogen, which is essentially sugar that we've eaten and then stored for like just in case. So our liver like floods the body with glycogen, mm -hmm. which gives us energy to either <laughs> to run from that fight or flight. <laughs> That bear will chase you. Do not run. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell me that. <laughs> that, like, stresses me out just hearing that story. Your heart rate increases. Yes, your heart rate increases. Your vision actually gets better, uh -huh. which is fascinating to me. Your hearing gets better. Like, your body is ready to deal with this threat. Yeah. These are amazing. The alveoli in your lungs dilates. Yes. You take in more oxygen. Yes. It is super interesting what happens. Not that I'm recommending we go out and, like, find a stressful situation like that. But next time you're in that situation, kind of notice, like, your body does cool stuff. Yeah. So I'll tell you guys a funny story. My husband, Marcus, and I, when we got engaged, we were like, all right, let's find an awesome wedding venue in Costa Rica, which is where we met. So we took a flight down from Baltimore to Florida, right? That's where our layover was. And guys, it was the worst flight we've ever been on. First of all, I don't recommend Spirit Airlines, but... <laughs> That aside, essentially, it was like a plane crash where we didn't hit the ground. It was just really, really, really turbulent for like the last half hour. And everybody in the plane was panicking. People were barfing all over the place. Somebody was like screaming the Lord's Prayer at the top of their lungs in Spanish. Like, it was really stressful. And I was sitting right next to the emergency exit. And I kept looking at that door like, should I just open it and end this shit? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, should we just get out of here? Like, if this is how it's going to end, let's just end it now. And and Marcus, I look over at him to be like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed. And he's got one hand on the back of the seat in front of him and the other hand up in the air like he's bull riding. And he's like, <laughs> woo, 
like <laughs> flying all over the plane, pretending like he's a bull rider. <laughs> and I thought at that moment, like, I should either kill this guy or marry him. <laughs> One of the two. So obviously the plane landed. We all survived. Everybody was fine, if not covered in barf. And we get into the airport and all of us got off the plane looking like we'd been through some stuff. <laughs> you know, like everybody's face that was watching us deplane was like, oh my gosh, what happened? You know, and there was so much adrenaline running through my body, right? Because this was a really acute, fully stressful situation for us. So I had so much glycogen and epinephrine, adrenaline running through my body that I felt like I couldn't even move. My legs were like so heavy and I was out of breath and it was really hard to just like get my bearings. And of course, the airport was packed. <laughs> like every person in the world was in Fort Lauderdale at that time. And I went into like the handicap stall in the bathroom and I was like, I got to do like 10 or 15 squats or something. So I did like a bunch of squats just to try to get like the blood flowing and get the glycogen used up so I wasn't just there shaking. And I grabbed onto the like handicap bar and did a couple like incline push-ups because it was, I had to burn this energy off or I will die, which you won't actually die from that, but it doesn't feel very good. Uh -huh. So that's a really good example of how in today's day and age, like the fight or flight response is really like way too extreme most of the time. I am thinking about, I don't know if you guys remember our very first attempt at recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who could forget? <laughs> Which resulted in episodes that no one will ever hear. <laughs> And prior to us going in, we did this little exercise where I had us, like, shaking our body in different ways. It was fun. It was engaging. Silly. Yeah. Silly. Can you tell us oh, what was going on with that? Like, it was helpful, right? Like, it helped yeah. you be more present, more in the moment. What happened? Like, tell us from a science perspective. So it was kind of a funny drill, right? We basically just shook our hands and counted. Like, we did the hokey pokey, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so bizarre. In a fancy way. But from, like, a science perspective, what that did is it kind of got some of that adrenaline and glycogen and burned it off <laughs> so that when we came in to record, we were a little bit more, like, calm, peaceful, chill, and able to say what we needed to say, theoretically. <laughs> Since it didn't work that well, you know, theoretically. <laughs> but I think what's important for people to understand about stress is that, first of all, a certain amount of stress is good, right? It Absolutely. helps us react and respond to situations we need to react and respond to. But your body doesn't know the difference between acute stress and chronic stress and all sorts of things get up and down regulated mm -hmm. when we're stressed. And if it's acute stress, like some of the ones you guys have mentioned, your body goes back to homeostasis really quickly. If it's chronic stress, like day-to-day -day fighting traffic or day-to-day -day, I'm so stressed about my food choices or counting calories or avoiding the ice cream in the freezer, those things stay up and down regulated. Yeah. Your body doesn't go back to baseline, and it really takes a toll on every organ system in your body. Absolutely. The acute stress is much easier to deal with from like a body's perspective. We deal with it and then we get back to normal. Uh, yeah, your body's designed to right. do that. It's not designed for chronic stress. Exactly. So most of what we deal with today is chronic stress, right? One of my like favorite examples of ways that we add stress to ourselves is how we talk to ourselves. So like picture this, you wake up for work, your alarm goes off, it's some ugly noise. 
of course, and you realize that your alarm has been going off for 20 minutes and you're now late. So you jump out of bed and you're going, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm late. Quick, let me run to the bathroom. Oh my gosh, who used the last bit of toilet paper and didn't change it? Oh, let me brush my teeth. Oh my gosh, I'm out of toothpaste too. How did this happen? And then, okay, I'm going to pull all my clothes. Oh, I didn't bring up laundry, so I guess I'll just wear this old yucky one. I get in the car, I'm out of gas. I hit every red light on the way to work. Like, yes, this is all an exaggeration, right? But the way we talk to ourselves through this is super, super important in helping to kind of combat stress. Elizabeth gave an example in a different episode about reframing things. And I think it's really helpful. To me, once I realize I'm like late at this point, I'm just like, well, I'm late. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like you don't buy into those thoughts as much. Yeah. I have to like really shut it down and be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage with this stressful conversation that I'm having with myself. Yeah. You know, I think chronic stress can be so many different things, right? It can be our relationships. It can be our job. It can be family. It can be friends. It can be all sorts of stuff. And really learning how to manage that stress is the most important part of this episode. While the science is super cool and I love geeking out about it, really, it's not that essential that we all know that. It's really more important that we know how to combat our stress. So, and also, I would argue that that's one of the most important fundamental things you can do for your health is manage stress, right? I mean, obviously, I'm fully behind eating healthfully and nutrition, but managing stress is just so huge. Yeah. You know what? They say most heart attacks happen on Mondays, and I believe it's because people are, like, stressed about going back to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's true I've or not. i heard that, but interesting. Yeah, there's, like, a weird stat I read about that. So we're heading into the holiday season, which is another example of chronic stress, right? Yeah. So here are five things that I love to do to manage stress, and there are many, many more ways, but these are my top five. My first one is learning to say no. We do not do this enough. I don't know if if you guys are like me at all, but I have a really hard time saying no to anything. Mm -hmm. So learning to say no and kind of prioritizing things that really matter to you is super, super important. And it's going to relieve a lot of stress. Maura, you and I were just saying in the beginning of this episode how we bring a lot of the stress on ourselves by saying yes to stuff. Like my number one way to manage stress is learn to say no. So that holiday party you don't really want to go to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tara just gave you permission Bow out. to say, no, thank you. Yep. And I'm no is a complete sentence. You don't have yes. to be like, Love oh, no thanks. I actually just want to stay at home in my jammies that day. You don't have to give any explanation. Just a simple no thank you is fine. Okay. My second most favorite way to manage stress is learning delegation. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have to do everything yourself. One way that I do this is I found an amazing cleaning service and I trade sessions with them every week. So the owner of the business gets some sessions with me and I get my house cleaned every Friday because I cannot handle it on my own. It is amazing. So learn to delegate what you don't have to do yourself, mm-hmm. right? Another thing I love, of course, is exercise. Mm-hmm. Exercise is a really great way to manage stress if huge, 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 if you don't go too hard, right? Exercise is stress. Your body perceives exercise the same way it does wedding or a funeral or any other kind of stress that we have. Your body perceives that the same way. So you want to make sure that you are doing the right amount of exercise. You're not over-exercising. You're not going too many times in a week. You're not going too many minutes at a time. You're doing something that fits with your lifestyle. And I would love to tell you like, oh, here's the secret recipe, but it's different for everyone. Dang it. (laughs) Mostly just are you moving throughout your day is helpful too, right? Yeah. Just movement is like ideal. Yeah. 
I've noticed that like recently I went on vacation and we had a place that was very walkable. So nice. we walked every single day. It was probably the most walking I've done in a long time. And I felt amazing. I felt so good. Walking is like my favorite kind of exercise, honestly. It's so good for like everyone. Yeah. So highly recommend fitting some exercise or movement of any kind into your life. My fourth most favorite way to manage stress is with diet. And I'm not talking about dieting. Just making sure that you're checking in with your body, making sure you're eating foods that make you feel really good and that you're not just getting really stressed and swinging by the drive-thru on the way home, right? Mm -hmm. This does not add to your health and wellness. And also, please, please, please make sure that the way you're approaching healthy eating is not causing you stress. If you are spending loads of time counting calories, worrying about good and bad food lists, tracking macros, feeling anxious about what you are or aren't eating, that is adding to your stress. And I always say the most helpful nutrition enriches and enhances the quality of your life. It doesn't detract from it. Absolutely. And it's the holidays, right? So we're going to be at all sorts of events with lots of food at them. Like, please enjoy. Yes. Please enjoy and eat it. But savor it. And Tara, you specifically said eating food that makes you feel good, which means not what our mind is telling us or what culture tells us will be good for us. Yep. But what actually feels good, and that is like... You know, physically and emotional. It's finding that, yes, it is physical and emotional. And it's finding that sweet spot, right? It probably doesn't feel good to go to a holiday party and feel as though you can't eat anything there because it's not on your quote-unquote diet or approved food list. Mm -hmm. Likewise, it doesn't feel good, likely, if you go there and only eat from the dessert tray. It's finding that sweet spot in the middle where you're eating foods you love in a way that feels good and supports your health and well-being. Absolutely. Physical, mental, emotional. Yep. And number five, I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) So the last thing I love is one that I do frequently, and it's called progressive relaxation. So I will do a whole other episode at some point where I just take you through a progressive relaxation exercise. But essentially, you just sit comfy. Most people lay on the ground, but if that's not comfy for you, sit comfy. You close your eyes, you put on some sort of relaxing music if you want, or you can be quiet. It doesn't really matter. And you focus on relaxing every body part starting at your toes. And you visualize that energy like leaving the body and then you work up into the balls of your feet and then you work up into your ankles and so on and so forth all the way. And then by the end of it, you are just so totally relaxed Mm -hmm. that you're like ready to take on the world. Yeah, and it's coordinating it with your breath, right? Yep. There's some awesome guided progressive muscle relaxation on YouTube. and I love it. That people can do. I usually take like 20 minutes to do it. But honestly, I used to commute to Baltimore twice a day, which was so much driving. And I would get so stressed sitting there on Pratt Street that I would like at the stoplight quickly go like, okay, relax my feet, relax my calves, relax my quads, you know, (laughs) keeping my eyes open, mind you, since I was driving. But in the course of like a red light, I could reduce stress just by taking myself through that very quickly. And it sounds like too, it helps you be here in this present moment. Yes. Where often the stress isn't happening in this present moment. It's happening in the future that we're thinking about or in the past, that dumb thing I said. It's not happening here in this moment. And this progressive muscle relaxation is helping you be here. Absolutely. So those are my like top five. I love a good massage too, but I'm sure we can all think of other ways. To I think that's so stress. helpful, especially, you know, in this busy, crazy season we're all in gives people yeah. some really actionable things that they, even if they just pick one or two of those things to focus yep. on, right? Super helpful. So my advice for you on this one would be find out what's actually causing you stress. 
Like mm-hmm. take inventory of your life and think about it and then pick one of these things and see what you can implement. What can you say no to? What mm-hmm. can you delegate? What kind of movement can you keep in your life throughout the holiday season? Mm-hmm. So thanks, Tara. That's what I got. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wellness Rebranded. If you found this helpful, please take a moment and leave us a review and share it with your friends. If you'd like to learn more about Mora, you can find her website, moratunny.com. To connect with Tara, find her on Instagram at Tara DeLeon Fitness. To connect with me, Elizabeth, visit me at elizabethharrisnutrition.com. And while you're there, follow the link to join my health and healing with intuitive eating community on Facebook.